Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good morning and welcome to Mrs. Cardiology Heart Tips, Not Tricks. And today... Mrs. Cardiology, who has been there, done that, took the picture, bought the T-shirt, burned the T-shirt in caregiving and learning firsthand what it is to take care of an adult handicapped child, an 84-year young, very feisty, 86-year young, very feisty mother, and uh, years ago her father with congestive heart failure. She likes to put in plain words, what the white coat doctors cannot tell you in that 15 minutes they had to see you in their office and give you addendums to information that may help you keep keep you out of their offices. Here she is now with all her wisdom, Mrs. Cardiology herself, soon need a pandit. Hey, 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 Joanne, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm blessed and highly favored and so happy to be here. Oh, my. And look at a patch of sunshine outside my window, and I'm sure it's going to spread. That's right. It's going to be a, a wonderful spring day in Pittsburgh. And today we have the wonderful topic we're continuing on water. Water, 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 water. We have to drink more water. That's going to be what my new that? mantra. Drink more water. When did, when did the famous author say water, water everywhere and not a drop to drink? Must have been in a flood in the ocean. Oh, it's <laughs> years ago. Also, it was Carl Sandberg or Ernest Hemingway. I can't remember. But um, next week we have um, Tamara Sarafici on, and she's going to talk about the effect of fracking on our water. So That's right. She's she's an expert. Environmental I'm attorney, and she's, yes. yeah, she's got the scoop. And today, as we continue our efforts to educate the people, as I call it, is educate a word? Maybe it is now. We just made one. <laughs> we just made up one. Okay, so in our ongoing efforts to educate people, we we're talking about water. We already talked about how important it is to drink it and all that good stuff. And today we oh we also talked about which bottled water is good for you if it is good for you. And then today we are going to talk about water filters and. How to decide which one to get and which one's good for you? So you got a little homework to do, right? Yes. And and it's important because especially people at risk are children, older people, and those with compromised immune systems like HIV, cancer, um, any illness, uh, MS, any any illness that that uh, that uh, deteriorates or lessens the immune system's job. It's, um, what's the word I want to use? For instance, someone on chemotherapy, transplant medications, they're more vulnerable. I'm doing this because I know you won't be able to pronounce it. More vulnerable to microbial contaminants and drinking water, such as 
cryptosporidium. That good, all those good names. What I was uh, pausing and thinking about was when you said, you know, those with um, compromised immune systems. You, you know, anytime you hear that word, you think about somebody that's very, very ill, you know, to, to because of a variety of different reasons. But did you know you could look just fine and feel fine and still have a compromised immune system? And you know Absolutely. how I know that? Hmm. Because I was walking, talking, and walking along, and all of a sudden I'm sick. Why am I sick? Because my immune system is not as healthy as I thought it was. And... So we have to quit thinking that we're, you know, quit being in la-la land. You're, you have to work aggressively at keeping your immune system healthy, which means not only drinking the right kind of water, but also drinking uh, plenty of water, eating right, sleeping right, and exercise. And best of all, you got to laugh a lot. Absolutely. All right. Criteria for the show here. By the way, all the information that's coming to you today is from the epa.gov site. And just go there and put in their search bar water filters. That's the Environmental (laughs) Protection Agency, by the way. The first thing they say you have to do is learn about your water quality. Oh, my God, yes. If you don't know what you're drinking, how can you fix it? So it's easy. You just go to your water authority and ask for a report. And they should be able to afford you that service without any qualms or questions. And um, the the water quality problem we talked about last time. Remember, we were talking about the aging water prob um, water. What are they called? Authorities. Mm-hmm. And the pipes are aging, and um, th- there's complications that are happening because of that. And then you have water authorities that don't behave themselves, like in Ohio. There was a major problem happening, and they didn't bother to tell people. And so your health so department your, your, has this information and your local bet, water system. Yeah, and your best bet is to be on the top of news and in terms of you know protecting yourself. Not that we want you to get depressed with the news, but you know you have to be happy. But if you know what's there, then you know what to do about it, and you can take care of it and prevent problems. That's our main mantra, is that we want to help you prevent. So, <coughs> pardon my coughing, but I'm trying to get over a major, major bout of coughing. That so you also have to consider cost and maintenance. Well, cost is always an issue. And you have to put yourself on a timetable. Like, we we have a water filter for our drinking water. And if I don't remember to change it every six months, I'm not going to notice or I'm not going to really worry about it because it doesn't taste any different. And then if you wait until the taste is bad, then guess what? You just defeated the purpose. So when the manufacturer said, you know, change the filter so often, even if you think you could get by with more, why? Why compromise for a minor amount of water. I mean, how much are we talking about a filter? Even if it's a simple filter for 20 bucks, it's not worth it to continue with that. Put that, that, put that on your list of daily, you know, put that in your budget and make sure you budget, take care of it. Put it on the schedule. Um, as far as which, 
the thing that people don't may not realize is that even if the water is flowing just fine, you know, different filters, especially carbon filters, they're designed to filter a certain amount of water. After that, the filters become clogged enough that they're ineffective. They can't catch the stuff. The water's still flowing through it, so it's not like it's blocked, but it's clogged in terms of being able to collect um, the different... The carbon filters are meant to filter particles, et cetera, and so if they get clogged, then they're not picking up any of the, the particles anymore. I think it's important to to also check to see if the um, water filter has an independent certification of the manufacturer's claims. The manufacturers can tell you anything what they want to. Right. So it's better best if you have an independent test that, that was, and then they should be able to provide you that. And there's some almost <laughs> all of them have certifications from some organization other than just the manufacturer. Right. We're going to talk about that a little later, I think. Um, now, the water treatment devices, you can have the kind that sit on your, your countertop. So what do you do if you have limited countertops? You put it under the sink. What if you have limited test space under the sink? Well, then you do it like I did because we were trying to accommodate two refrigerators um, with water uh, dispensing and ice dispensing. And what we ended up doing is that since our basement is unfinished, we put the water filter in the basement. Except, <laughs> I have, I we built our house and I managed to make sure our basement was tall enough so that if we ever wanted to finish it, we didn't feel like we were in a cave. Well, guess what that did? It created a rather tall basement. And so that water filter sits way up there, so I always have to rely on somebody else to come in and help me change the filter because I can't reach it even with the small ladder. <laughs> So, again, that's part of the maintenance of your house and home. You need to plan for those things. So thank God I have a tall husband and a tall son. It's the, the challenge is grabbing them long enough to say, here, change this. Oh, and when you do change something like that, don't forget to turn the water off. Because, you know, if you read the directions, some of them allow you to bypass the filter. They'll have a little tap right there. And some of them don't. Some of them you have to turn the water off. So you don't want to take a shower in this in the process of trying to change the filter. I'm sure people have experienced that. Um, so that's that's something that gets put directly into your pipe. Um, what kind do you have, Joanne? Is it the kind that you have directly onto the Mine's under the, sink. It's under the sink. And it's um, um, reverse osmosis and carbon. It's a combination. Very good. Um Mine is just a straight carbon, and I'm looking into getting something for the whole house because one of the side effects of using unfiltered water is hair loss. Mm-hmm. And uh, the extra chlorine in the water will create that wonderful effect. Absolutely. And your your hair is one thing that absorbs it, but guess what the largest um, organ is on your body that absorbs everything from the water that you're showering in? Your scalp? Your skin, the largest organ. Scalp oh, okay. is part of that. So your skin is absorbing all this stuff from the water. So that's another reason why in uh, a lot of um, non-allopathic medicines, when they talk about bathing, they talk about bathing in lukewarm water or cold water, not in hot water. Because the hot water opens up your pores. 
It opens that's up your stuffing. pores, and then you start absorbing all this crap that's not filtered out. Now, you know, one of the caveats here about filter systems is that some contaminants, contaminants such as radon, turn into a gas. That's important for people to note. <laughs> so how do you how do you deal with that one, Tina? <laughs> and it says coming out of the shower head and you're breathing radon? Yep. That's no fun. So we got to make sure that you are filtering. Or, or it, it basically, if you go back down to the basics, if you read the testing on the water, and if you don't know if you can trust them because it, it's been going through pipes and coming to your house, then have your water tested by a professional. Um, just Google it and find the local people that deal with water. And there's going to be people that offer to test that, that sell softeners. So don't get roped into buying something you're not ready to buy and just tell them ahead of time. I need to know something and I'm not ready to buy it, but I need to know whether my water is good or not. You know, mm-hmm. How bad is it? I don't like when salesmen come in and expect you to buy just because they're there. Absolutely. <coughs> now, point-of-use devices are different than those that are actually in the water system. Those are like filter pitchers. Oh, aren't those ones? <laughs> they're affordable. They're affordable, and they but they it's not an answer to all of the things that need to be filtered, but it's better than nothing, wouldn't you say? Well, it doesn't deal with radon. and doesn't deal with other deposits that make the water look bad. No, because I believe the, the standalone are carbon filters, and they're meant to take out heavier pieces from the water and filter those. And um, I know we have one upstairs in Mom's bedroom, and even though the uh, push button check do check little thing that it has on it gives you the green light, the water doesn't taste good. I'm like, Mom, it's been too long. We got to change this. So that's why I'd rather you guys take it to heart and just use the rule of thumb that when the manufacturer says change every three months, change it. Don't worry. But about an it. activated carbon filter by itself is not designed to remove all disease-causing organisms. organisms. That's very important. And the yeah. stuff we talked about in the very beginning, the best way to get rid of that in your system, if you know it's there, is by boiling your water to full boil for a minute. So, And do, do not boil it in the microwave. No. Boil it on top of the stove. Good old-fashioned way. I'll... I'll um, I don't know if boiling water in the microwave really kills the bacteria. No, it doesn't. I think it deforms it. <laughs> it just um, <coughs> it pisses it off is what it does. Reorganizes it, I think. Yes, it re- it's so, reorganized. Um, so you have to be careful on that issue. We should talk a little bit about how um, how water filters work. I'm sorry. I, had, I got quiet because I was trying to stifle a cough. Um, a water filter so, is composed of a screen with many microscopic holes. The smaller the holes, the more contaminants the filter can remove. And why does that sound backwards? The holes are measured in microns. Okay, so you're saying the more the holes, the better it filters. Yep, and the period at the end of the sentence. It's 500 microns. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm trying to understand this, Joanne. Let's make sure that we describe this correctly. So if you have a square inch of filter and you have one hole in it, boy, that's a big hole. But if you have a 1,000 holes in it, that's tiny holes that are big enough to let a water molecule through, but not much but of anything else. Not the bacteria. So the, the more holes per square inch, the better the filtration. Now, some contaminants um, are in microns, like Giardia, Lamblia, and Cryptosporidium parvum, which I just talked about, and E. coli, and Salmonella, and viruses. Viruses can go to due to 0.1 microns. Which means that... Only a few filters. Water, or you have to get a very sophisticated water treatment or water filter. An ultra filter. Yeah. I'm for boiling the water if you know that's happening. <coughs> well, I remember when we went to India, everybody has a filter put in their house for drinking water. And it doesn't matter where the water comes from now. It goes through that system. They have UV, they've got osmosis, they've got filters. They, I think they've got every level that you can think of installed into this filtration. Oh, that's, that's my, I'm sorry. You know, that's that's my water filter. It's osmosis, carbon, and UV. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we, we all glow when we're in India because we're treated with UV. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's become the norm for... Um, People that own a home or can rent a home that you know that can afford things will have a water filter installed so that they're protecting their bodies from any uh, bacterial infection. Um, and you know, convenience is important, so you don't want to be boiling and then filtering because that's a pain. So they've come up with devices that actually do all three steps for us. So at some point, I hope we avoid have don't have to go to that level, but if you want to be safe, then you want to make sure you do your homework and find the kind that takes care of everything. We should talk for a minute about water softeners. Well, they're not the same thing as water filters. They do some of it, <coughs> a lot of good, actually. Really? I was under the impression that they don't. Well, they have a carbon exchange resin regenerated with sodium chloride. Ready for this? And, or potassium chloride, to reduce the amount of hardness or calcium magnesium in the water. Now, the hardness ions in the water are replaced with sodium or potassium ions. Ion exchange water softeners simultaneously remove radium and barium while removing water hardness. But they still need a water filter. Yeah, because I noticed that when we were using a water softener, man, everything felt slimy, and on top of that, it tasted salty to me. I'm very sensitive to the salt taste. Makes sense from what we just read. Right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why I got rid of it. I just couldn't, I didn't feel like my body was getting clean because it felt soapy still, and of course, I don't know how good the the machine was. I probably didn't do enough work on it. research on it, but I stopped using it. And I think it, I think for what you were explaining or what you were describing, 
it probably is a good thing, but then I would run that whole all that water through a, a very high end filtration system for the whole house. And the comfort and level, up, like you said, the water just doesn't feel right. Right. And then by by doing both, you're you're also going to be protecting the pipes in your house. And so it doesn't matter where you are in the house, you you can pour a glass of drinking water. Uh, I know where I go. When I go to, to visit relatives who have soft water, I just don't feel clean when I get out of the shower. Uh-uh. Let's talk about certification. Um, EP, the EPA has a, a certification system. Um, no, that's the registration of water filters. The American National Standards Institute does the certification, right? Right. And ANSI, as they call it. And oh, that's interesting. A little bit of a tangent. ANSI also is, is uh, something that I got introduced to when I was working on my computer science degree. ANSI was involved in standardizing uh, bits and bytes and stuff for the, for the computer communication level. Mm. And I never knew. That, wow, ANSI's involved in filters, filters too. But then it makes sense. It's the American National Standards Institute, so anything that needs a standard from the American government, that's the, they're responsible for it. Now, each certification certifies a home water treatment unit is performed to meet or exceed ANSI, NSF, and EPA drinking water standards. Right. Now, they're issued in t- the standards are issued in two different sets, one for health concerns, such as removal of specific contaminants, and one for aesthetic concerns, such as improving taste or appearance of water. I don't know, Joanne, would you say taste is considered aesthetic or taste is a good signal to you something's not right? Mm. <laughs> I I would just say the latter, but anyway, it's it's a semantics question. So certifications from these organizations will be tied to one or both of these specific standards. NSF International, the NSF Water Treatment Device Certification Program, requires extensive product testing and unannounced audits of production facilities. The goal of this program is to provide assurance to consumers that water treatment devices they're purchasing meet the design, material, and performance requirements of national standards. There's also the EPA registration of water filters. Right, and an EPA-established number is produced. So unlike that of NSF, WK, or UL, UL is, isn't that under, under, wait a minute, something laboratories you stand for? Underwriter. Anyway, it's, it's something we see on a lot of products. Um, they're not intended to guide consumers in selecting water treatment device, nor are they creating an endorsement of the product. Now, EPA registers any product that contains an antimicrobial germ-killing or bacteriostatic slow or inhibiting growth of germs agent. EPA registers these products because consumers cannot independently verify whether the germ-related claims they make are true. For most units, an EPA registration number means that the filter uses bacteriostatic agent to slow the growth of microbes within the filter. The unit does not pose a human threat 
and EPA has verified all bacteriostatic claims on the label. Registration is not an endorsement of the filter or its performance, and the most commonly used bacteriostatic agent is silver. Wow, I didn't know. Silver. In other words, filter. what we have to do is find some independent resources for our last show that um, compares water treatment systems. Yeah. Good. We'll do our my homework for me so I can figure out what filter to get for the house. There you go. Now, the EPA also registers a type of water treatment device known as a purifier. <coughs> I'm sorry. A purifier must remove, kill, or inactivate all types of disease-causing organisms from the water, including viruses. Now, few water treatment devices can meet this criteria. Pay attention. These units typically work using a disinfectant within the filter to kill or inactivate microbes. Most purifiers are used by hikers or campers and are not generally needed in homes served by public water systems unless there is a water emergency. EPA's Office of Pesticide Programs Antimicrobial Division website provides additional information on EPA product registration. Again, that, that website is epa.gov. And you can also contact, this is very important, write this down, the antimicrobial hotline at 703-308-0127. That's the antimicrobial hotline at 703-308-0127. Now, in the interest of, trans interest of transparency, what we did was pull all the information off of the EPA uh, PDF and put it in some kind of form that you would be able to understand but you can go to the EPA and water filters and get all the information we're giving you today. So tell them about information you? about tap water. Yeah. Oh, sorry for yawning. <laughs> There's an EPA safe drinking water hotline. I'm going to help you out today because you don't feel well. Oh. At 800-426-4791. 800-426-4791. Or go to epa.gov slash safe water. Now, this includes drinking water standards, state certification officers for water testing, and information for household well owners. That's another issue in itself, isn't it, Will? Yes, it is. That's, that's a good one to know about, though, by the way. Yeah, that's the EPA well, Safe Drinking Water Hotline, 800-426-4791. Well Water presents a totally different issue of um, different things seeping in. Yeah, they're saying well. that you need, to, you need to check it every three months. Now, filters that attach to a faucet or are installed under the sink for drinking water, for a drinking water third faucet is what they're saying. So it's a separate faucet than what you're using for washing your dishes or hands. They usually use the same technology as the pour-through pitcher counterparts. Some filters use fabrics, fiber, or ceramic screening to physically remove contaminants. The most common types use molded block of activated carbon, good old carbon. They're effective at improving the taste of tap water. Some will reduce lead, protozoan cysts, and many other contaminants. Like filter pitchers, shelf life, and specific contaminants removed vary. So please read the label and instructions very carefully. Distillers. Isn't that how you make an alcohol? Yeah, sorry, but there's other things going on there. 
<laughs> distillers, yeah, that's what I call it, a still. Um, but distillers heat water to the boiling point and then collect the water vapor as it condenses, killing disease, causing microbes. Now, and leaving most chemical contaminants behind. Contaminants easily turn into gases, such as gasoline components or radon, may remain in the water unless the system is specifically designed to remove them. Now, here's the challenge with distilled water. It may taste flat to some people because the water's natural minerals, minerals and dissolved oxygen have also been removed. So you may not have a taste for distilled water. And here's my favorite, reverse osmosis units that also have carbon and ultraviolet. But reverse osmosis units reforce water through a semi-permeable membrane under pressure, leaving contaminants behind. Reverse osmosis units, we talked about this in a previous show about bottled water, use approximately three times as much water as they treat, but... They are effective in eliminating all disease-causing organisms and most chemical contaminants. Well, like a point of entry devices. Absorb, adds. Wait a second. Adsorptive media. Mm-hmm. Adsorptive. I'm thinking absorptive, but this is adsorptive. Liquids, <laughs> solids, dissolved or suspended matter adhere to the surface of or in pores of a solid material. Carbon filters use this technology. Aerators force water to travel over air jets. Contaminants that easily turn into gases such as gasoline components and radon are removed. Other contaminants are not. The water may be additionally filtered after it passes through the system to remove additional contaminants. It it seems to me that we need to have that triple effect that you have in the filter you have, right? Absolutely. Because you want to be able to remove any of these gases. You want to be able to remove And they're not cheap. And you want to be able to remove bacterial, uh, you know, bacteria that's not friendly. They're probably the most high-end on the market, though. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, there comes the price to pay for your health. Because if you present to a doctor, and I'm married to one, so I know, you are presenting to him after years of what I consider neglecting and abuse of the body, and to expect them to any doctor to fix you and give you a pill to say, okay, go take this pill and continue your lifestyle is not going to help. It's not going to work. You have to make lifestyle modifications, and one of them include doing your homework and getting the proper water filter installed in your home. And I think the funkiest thing I've ever seen, um, I forget what the device is called. It looks like a water bottle. But it's not a simple water bottle. It's something that they created to promote to long-distance bikers. You simply put it on, attach it to your bike, you turn it on when you start, and a few hours later, your water bottle is filled with water. It is pulling humidity out of the air, filtering it, and making it oh, That's cool. I never heard about that one. Yeah. And I almost bought one to take to India with me, but then I thought, I'm not going to be going anywhere in the desert. <laughs> Or, or anywhere that I'm not going to be with water. Um, now, the things, the specific contaminants, I'm going to read these because some of them have long names here. The specific contaminants you're look for, looking for your filters to remove are Giardia and Cryptosporidium. And by process of distillation, reverse osmosis, 
Absolute One Micron Filters, Ultraviolet Light Filters, certified for cyst removal. You want to look at something that will get rid of bacteria and viruses by distillation, reverse osmosis, ultraviolet light, and disinfection. You want to look for something that's going to get rid of arsenic uh, by absorptive media, disinfection, byproducts, point of entry, absorptive media, system distillation, aeration, carbon filtration, reverse osmosis. This is why we tell you to look at your water supply and see what it has in it. Now, you want something that will remove lead. We have a particular product problem with lead here in Pittsburgh. but because of the older water lines, and it's an older city. And lead is by distillation, reverse osmosis, and some carbon filters. Then you want something that will get rid of nitrates. Distillation, reverse osmosis, for ion exchange. And pesticides, some carbon filters. And radium, radium ion exchange. Distillation or reverse osmosis. And radon, which is it was done by activated carbon filter and aeration. So that's what you're looking for. And you can find all this information on the epa.gov and just put in the search bar, water filters. Now, Joanne, what special problems do you think uh, our audience should be aware of that they need to be a little bit more aggressive in finding out about if they move into a really, really old house, something that's been considered historical? Um, you mean as far as what they have health challenges? Um, would, whether you have a health challenge or not, if you were moving into in your an older home. home. If you're moving um, into an older home or you live in an older make home. Make sure um, you don't have lead in your pipes. <laughs> make sure what? Make sure you don't have any lead in your pipes. Anything built, a honey home is built before 1980. Probably have lead in the pipes. And then they switch later to copper and finally the plastic. My favorite is copper. If you look at some of these old copper and bronze statues around, they last, they turn green, but they last forever. That's so, right. Um, that's my, that's what I have in my home is copper. And I have very good tasting water, by the way, in a 101-year-old home. That's right. But when my water needed, the guy said, what do you want, copper or plastic, because I won't put lead pipes in anymore. He was ahead of his time. And uh, I said, what do you suggest? He said, I have copper in my home. That's a plumber right. that told me that. Oh, yeah, that's the best place to check is when you have any question. Like when I was uh, building our home, I called three different plumbers, and I asked them, if you were building a home, and I, and I talked to the owners of the plumbing companies. I called the three biggest ones in Pittsburgh. And I said, if you're building your own home, which brand of faucets would you use or which brand of toilet equipment or bathroom equipment would you use? And do you know in 1990, they all said American Standard. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, oh, they're so easy to install. The parts are available. No problems. He says, you go anything with a fancy name to it and you are asking for fancy problems. I'm like, okay. And we've had our house for 24 years, and it's only now that we're starting to replace faucets. So I think we did good. Yeah, I think you did. So, and then I think the other thing you need to think about is are you in a fracking area? Oh, my, yeah. Are you within 150 miles of And tomorrow, Sarah Fitch is going to talk about this next week. She's an environmental attorney, has been called in on many projects recently because of fracking. Um, she has She's a good answers. baker, too. 
Oh, she makes great bread. It's the only bread I eat. I, and, I can't uh, believe how she pulls yeast out of the air. But that's another topic for another day. So and we're uh, going to talk about how yeast yeast is floating around in the air. We've talked about it in our in our fermented food section, by the way. Yeah, we and did talk can, about that. Mm-hmm. We had a whole assembly segment on that. But I I learned recently how she actually ferments. Oh yeah, she, she came to your house and takes the bread, right? Yep. And we try to turn it into Indian style, and then the format wasn't quite as we expected. So. Need some it requires, it requires more testing or tasting, whichever. Next trip, right? Next trip, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think finally, um, I think finally the important thing, there is one more thing that I think you need to be concerned about is where does your wa- rainwater drain? And no one talks about this. Um, what do you mean? But for instance, my rainwater drains back into the sewer system. It's supposed to be illegal, but I'm grandfathered in because of the age of my house. Oh, the sewer systems don't have the ability to manage any pollutants that come through. Yep. And the other thing I think you need to worry about is what happens from your curb to the city or county or township water source. When I replaced... My pipes, the reason I had to replace them was because I smelled gas. So I had to replace the pipes, the gas lines, from the curb to the house. In the process, the plumber said to me, hey, your water pipe is about to go also. Take a look at this. And it was four degrees outside. I had to go without heat for five days till they got somebody to come in and approve the gas meter. And then, of course, the water went without water for two days. But it was one of the best (laughs) things that I did to this house when I moved into it. That's very important. Absolutely. What kind of pipes carry your water from the curb to your home? Very important to know that. That's very important. And then as far as, I think one more thing is, when you talk about immune systems, I would let, 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 add into there anyone with ADD, especially children. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think fib- you should include adults in that too. Fibromyalgia. Anybody with ADD should be careful. Uh, fibromyalgia, um, chemotherapy, mm-hmm. cancer, HIV, COPD, uh, anyone with lung disease. There's a whole list. And ask your doctor what an immune deficient disease is and if you have one. That's the important. That's the best because we're not doctors. We're just informed. No, you do need to to talk to your own doctor about your health concerns. We're here to help you do the rest of the story. The doctor has to take uh, take up the major role of Measuring you, knowing a baseline of where you are, where you've been, and where you're going. Um, and we're here to tell you that it doesn't end in the doctor's office. The self-care discipline continues as a lifelong effort. And we've had Dr. Pandit on here, Mr. Cardiology, talking about how to be a 
informed patient, taught me to be a good patient, et cetera, and we'll have him back on again. Yep. So uh, those are things that you should go back and listen to some of those shows also. Um, I think we're about done for the day, Zanita. Yep. You want to give a word from our sponsor? Well, our Mrs. Cardiology show is sponsored by the Biophotonic Scanner. Another one of those fancy, fancy million-dollar invested devices that, for a mere twenty bucks, gives you the no pokey test on your nutrition levels. It allows you to see whether you are being nourished correctly, whether you're sleeping okay, whether you're drinking enough water, and exercising enough. It gives you a feedback on your antioxidant levels so that you know your baseline and you know what you got to do to improve. Uh, we have a machine here in the office, so call us at 412-367-9104, and you get to spend a little time with me when you come in to get testing. And um, listeners of Mrs. Cardiology get the $40 fee reduced to 20 so give us a call, and we will talk to you next time. Mrs. Cardiology is brought to you and produced by Sunita Pandit, DBA, Mrs. Cardiology. All rights reserved, 2013 to 2017. You can find notes for Mrs. Cardiology shows and links to the podcast at mrscardiology.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.